You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I am happy to be back. You know, I've been kind of MIA for like weeks again, Um, but I'm so excited to be here. We're going to start the show as always with our grateful moment. Um, And so Phil, we'll start with you. What are you grateful for this week? Hey, good morning. Good evening. Good night, everybody. Shout out to the Charlotte fans who really support us and those around the world, St. Petersburg. And um, some reason Russia is following us. Mm, wonder why, Alan. I am grateful for uh, two of my daughter, my oldest daughter and my wife's school semester is over. My daughter got A's and B's her first year in college and um, is successful uh, thus far. And I'm happy and she's back home. I just wish I get to, uh, got to see her. But, <laughs> you know, when young adults as a 19 year old, they just want to chill with their friends. But I'm happy she's back home and my youngest one um, back in the gym, even though AU season started, but back in the gym, gaining her confidence. So I'm happy, happy for that. And I can't wait to get Kelvin down here to get her training so she could do some Serena Williams. I watched that movie, The King, last night as part of the Mother's Day weekend and uh, kind of looked like she was inspired, too. So. And, but most of all, I'm grateful for Dion being back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, congratulations to Sarai on a very successful first year. Uh, well, first, wait, what month is it? First year. I'm sorry, guys. Like My time is, is off. A successful first year. So congrats to her on that. Um, Kelvin, what are you grateful for? Listen, I'm so grateful. Um, first of all, I'm grateful to be back. I've, I've missed a couple of weeks myself. Uh, it's been hectic, but, you know, this is my family. I'm grateful to be back on with you guys for sure. Um, definitely grateful for Mother's Day. You know, um, I was cooking some breakfast. I can't burn really good, but, you know, it's the thought that counts, you know. And I was cooking for my wife this morning. And, of course, the kids kind of try to eat all our food. Um, but it was just fun, you know, so I'm thankful for the mothers. And, um, you know, I'm kind of sympathizing and empathizing with those who lost loved ones, too. It's a tough time for them. So, you know, just uh, listeners, you know, be sympathetic to the people around. Everybody's not high spirited around Mother's Day. Um, But if you have your mother around, you know, give her a hug and kiss. uh, Show her how much you love her. Um, So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Awesome. Awesome. And Alan, what are you grateful for this week? Well, I'm pretty much there with Kelvin. Um, I mean, I don't got a wife to cook for, but um <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> but um God, son, God, daughter, hurry up. Relax. Uh <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm grateful for like Mother's Day. Um, I will be heading over to my mother's later. Um, just to spend some time with her, give her some flowers and a card. And I guess my sister's gonna wrap it up when she comes in town this week and do whatever she needs to do with her. So I'm grateful for her and the things that she's done for me, having my back, having conversations. So shout out to Rose. Awesome. Awesome. And I am grateful for, well, quite a few things, but I'm going to start with Mother's Day because I always love and appreciate not only my mom, but um, just moms across the board. 
and Kelvin said something that's really important. We have to be very sensitive around this holiday because there are many mothers, but there are many women that wanted to be mothers that could not for whatever reason. There are a lot of people that have suffered loss um, close in time to Mother's Day, right? So we need to be um, inclusive in that way and just make sure that we're sensitive to the audiences around us. So happy Mother's Day to all, right? There are um, some mothers who have not birthed children that are more mothers that I have experienced than some other people. So I just wanna give a shout out to all the ladies out there um, today, um, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back. So I'm gonna give, I don't know if I told the, our listeners before, but this year has been a very, very busy year for me, okay? And so within the last three weeks, I became a member of the greatest sorority in the world, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And so that was taking up a lot of my time. But three months ago, I finally made the announcement a week and a half ago, um, I became senior counsel to Walmart, um, you know, the Fortune One company of the world. And so I have been very busy within that transitionary phase. And that's why I've been like popping in and out randomly. The good news is all of that is done. I am back. So I should be back with my normal cadence. You should hear my voice more often, but I miss you guys so much thank you to my guys for holding it all the way down um it's been amazing so i just want to give everybody kind of my whole back history of january 20 you know january 2022 to present hey real quick real quick Congrats. i just want the people to realize that dion will see you at themselves check out cameras <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I am on the legal investigations team and my team actually handles all ethics matters regarding Walmart nationally and internationally. So I'm gonna need y'all to start paying um, when y'all get at that check a lot. Actually, we had a lady, this is all talking, but we had a lady who put a 99 cents barcode on all of her groceries. And she scanned it. So she had like this full basket and it came up to like $20. And it was like big stuff, right? You had food, you had electronics. So that was fun because we, um, you know, that's something that was dealt with. So we're watching. We are watching. Okay. All right. So let us jump um, into our show. But before we get started on the sports topic, I feel like we should discuss kind of what is the most important topic, what has been the most important topic this week. As you all know, um, if you don't live under a rock, Kevin Samuels, who has been donned by some men as like the guru of relationship advice, who women um, just flat out hate, right? They have hated him for his rhetoric, um, his social media videos, interviews, advice, whatever you want to call it. Um, he has passed away, I believe he passed away on Thursday-ish, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. And um, I would like to say, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. What I want to talk about is not the fact that he died, but the reaction um, that came as a result of his death. Now, because he had views that were very, very, uh, in some people's opinions, 
crazy, off the wall. Um, a lot of Black women were offended. The general consensus is, you know, he hates Black women. He does not support our women. Um, there was a lot of celebration that he died. Um, a lot of women, I haven't seen a man that lauded in this man's demise, but a lot of Black women have gone to social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, to express how excited and how happy they are that he has passed away. And um, as a woman, as a Black woman, I would just like to go on the record to say that I think it's a very, very sad day when we are celebrating death, the death of anyone, right? Life is valuable. And a lot of people have died in the past that I didn't agree with their views. I didn't agree with their perspectives, but to publicly celebrate in a man's death is honestly disgusting. Um, I have not followed Kevin Samuels, right? So I don't know everything he has said, right? I only watched a few of his interviews and even though, you know, he, he was pretty curt, and in some instances, he may have been a little harsh, I cannot get on the bandwagon, nor can I stand in um, being excited or celebrating a man's death. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to go on the record and, and say that I think it's pretty low class. I think it shows a level of immaturity on um, some individuals that that's the sense they can take. And I'm not with that. I don't care what he said or what he did not say. Um, there's a deeper internal issue when you come to that place. So guys, what do you think about it? That's just from a black woman's, this black woman's perspective, because I'm not speaking for black women across America, but what do you guys think about it? Yeah. I 100% agree with you. I do listen to him um, mainly for my daughters. I have three daughters. And I'm sorry, shout out to my wife for Mother's Day. And um, thank you, Kelvin and Dion, because I do struggle on this day on a sign because my mother has passed for the past 13, 13, 12 years. So it's hard. But I do celebrate my wife and my mother-in-law and all those around. So shout out to them who helped raise me, um, especially the church family. But as to Kevin Samuel, to me, and this is the analogy his um, his his show he he brings to us. Kelvin is a plays professional and plays around with pros. I am a regular Joe Schmo. I I know if I go to the gym with where Kelvin plays basketball and he plays with NBA and people who plays around the C professional the highest level, I'm not gonna get picked to play with them, right? So what Kelvin would tell me is, and he also trained. He did a great job with my daughter. He'll say, hey, Phil, go back. You're not that good. Maybe bluntly and so forth. You're not that good. You need to go and practice. And the best place for you to practice is in the church rec league or the job league. And that's why I take it as Kelvin Samuel. Stay in your lane. If you want to go in that level where Kelvin, who plays with professional athletes, who play with athletes around the world, who've been doing this for years, I need to train to a certain level and do these certain things to get there. And that's all I believe Kevin Samuel is saying. Nothing more, nothing less. Is he blunt? Yes. Uh, as blunt as my mother used to be, <laughs> yes. My mother's Haitian. She would tell me things. I, won't, I don't want to say my name, but I laugh. Literally, when she's upset at me and, and need to get my mind, she would talk to me in a manner where I could try to get it. 
uh, is it hurtful? Of course, it was hurtful at times, what she would say. But the point was, get your life in, t- in order and do these things. You know, she always say, go to school. I want you to get to school so you can get education and get yourself in a proper thing or get a trade, something where you could be um, resourceful in this world. But to celebrate a man's life, like Deion say, God who have put the breath of life into someone and to celebrate his death as he committed murder or as he defamed, that's not cool. Even the man who murdered my dad, I forgave. And, and, and if he dies, I still feel a way, you know, for him of heavy hearted because life is so precious and finite and to celebrate as people celebrating like his death is going to bring back is going to allow you to get that quote unquote high value man and that that his pickle dust is it's not going to change what you what you need to do to get to that level so it's a sad day for us to celebrate to for anyone to celebrate a death of a person who's just doing what he felt was and i do agree he had valuable points which i could talk to my daughters about Never saying lower their standards, but if you want this, these are the expectations that you need to do. And one of the things I really like to say was that women, your wombs are very important. Don't give it to anybody and everybody. That's 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 golden. You know, that's golden. Don't give the same thing biblically. I'm not saying the God God would say, Your womb is very important. Don't be giving it to save it for your husband. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, man. I not not to prolong. Um the topic at all uh but definitely i have a lot of mixed thoughts with this um mixed in the sense that nothing towards him i mean i wasn't a fan of his personally uh i had no reason really to listen to his, his podcast but like phil was saying i respect life at the end of the day um uh, what it kind of showed me was he he must have attracted a lot of low character low self-esteem women um because you know it, it seems like they they were really bitter the part I just don't get that why do you listen to somebody if you don't like their content? You know, these same people were fans, like watching him, listening to him, and you didn't like him. It, it's just weird to me. And now you out here celebrating somebody's death. Like life is <laughs> life is so precious. But it, it really ultimately shows me the state of the world that we live in right now. You know, people don't value life. People make jokes of life and uh People are so bitter. And because it's a sports show, uh, I'm classifying all you people like that loser mentality. You got loser <laughs> mentalities. So I'm I'm going to end it with that. I agree. I agree. And that's the thing, you know, because I knew his name because when he first got popular a few years ago, I remember watching that initial interview. And I, I mean, I thought it was hilarious i mean i guess the lady that he was speaking to what he was saying was true in that instance like i said i don't watch him across the board so i can't speak but that interview i was like man i kind of agree and so this idea of first of all and i don't even know his full body of work because i'm not waking up every day like let me see what kevin samuels are saying about me or black women because it it don't apply to me Right. And so it's like, if it don't apply, I, I just don't, it's, it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah. So the, the phrase is, if it don't apply, let it fly. And the crazy thing about it is because it's, it's mainly on Twitter to where everything kind of like explodes and they just take those one little small clips when those conversations happen. 
And I think also part of the problem was people, well, I'll say it like this. For for the clips that I have seen, men went on there to actually try to get some advice. Has it worked out for some? I don't know. But I do know that there are some women that who did listen to them and worked out in their favor. So I just feel like people who celebrate death are weirdos. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're weirdos. And it's almost like and I'll just use another sports analogy, like you're cheering when a player gets hurt. Right. His career is over. And you're basically celebrating because they couldn't end their career on their own terms. Let's just say like they may have hurt their back or whatever. And you're cheering for that. And to me, it's just like, look, like, did I pay him much attention? No. Do I think some of the things, some of the things that he said was true? Somewhat. I mean, me, I can agree to an extent with his delivery. His delivery wasn't good for women. And I and I think that's what it was. Like oftentimes this is like, that's truth, but because it came from um, of a man, like it's this weird thing on Twitter. If if a woman says something that he says, they'll listen. But if a man says it, oh, nah, like it's going to be someone's going to end up like taking over the topic for like the next two days. And it's just it's just an unfortunate thing to where you have individuals just not understanding the value of life. You got at least I could say there are some people. I think I saw a post yesterday of a young woman she said here's what I learned about men from Kevin Samuel since she gave like I don't remember how long the list was but she gave she gave a list and she was like this is what I learned and this is what I would look for in a man now if a woman came out and provided this whole list I think everything would be fine but I do feel like however like people who celebrate death are widows like there's there's nothing really to say about it yeah agree agree so i just want to put that out in the atmosphere you know rest in peace to him and prayers to his family who are mourning the loss of their son nephew cousin brother whatever have you all right um let us jump into the show and um we're gonna start this topic off as as you guys know the nba playoffs are in full swing we are heavy into the second round and um, we are going to start by talking about Philly, um, the 76ers. Um, so I was not able to watch game three because it fell on Sabbath hours. And so obviously we don't watch that. But prior to that, I know I was giving my guys a hard time in our personal chat about the fact that Philly <laughs> was 0-2 in round two. You know, they were talking trash about my Brooklyn Nets and I was like well the Nets and Philly got the same amount of wins like y'all are 0-2 right now so I don't see what the issue is um they are now 2-1 and and I wanted to throw out to the guys um what do you think about Joel Embiid's impact obviously Embiid was out 
for the first two games. Um, he came back to play and Philly pulled it out and they won. Um, so let's talk about Embiid's impact. And after that, I need a prediction on this series. Like, how do you think this series is going to end? Do you think Philly is going to come and win four in a row? Um, do you think they ultimately close out or Miami will get, you know, their two wins in the next couple of games? Yeah, that's, I'll answer your first one. Um, I, I don't feel like we, we, Philadelphia 76 is this Calvin speaking. Um, I don't think we go, we're going to beat this series. I don't, I don't think we can. Uh, I think they, I think that we didn't steal a game in the first two because Joel was out. I think that's going to be very difficult for us to, you know, win the remaining remaining games. Um, but yeah, Dion, I mean, if that's your way of apologizing for just being just totally off, then you know, apology accepted. It was a cryptic apology, but you know, I I, I feel where you was going. I appreciate it. You were totally wrong. Uh, you was totally <laughs> wrong about my team. You, you you thought we had a Brooklyn a Brooklyn jersey on instead of a Sixers jersey. We don't nah. get like we don't get swept. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we don't get swept. So that if that was your apology, it was pretty weak. But you know, I understand and thank you for the apology. Look, now, take it obviously, least, okay? <laughs> I take it. I take it. Now listen, far as impact, it's just obvious. Um, it's obvious, number one, that Joel Embiid is the MVP, the league's MVP. Um, it's obvious that the Sixers are a uh, chicken with their head cut off when he's not on the floor. Um, his presence alone demands double teams. So when you talk about a player coming in a game, if he if he demands a double team, it changes your defense. It changes how you react. It changes how you rotate. It changes your principle as a team. So Joel just being there, he didn't have a good game. Um, but his good game is not Harden's not good game. You know, his good, his bad game is Harden's good game for us. And that's another topic that we might have to, to tap into uh, sooner or later. Mm -hmm. But Joel Embiid's impact is phenomenal. Um, he's the league MVP for a reason. But I still believe with that torn ligament in his hand, um, orbital fracture, it's going to be too much to try to ask him to win three more game, three games in a row. So I'm, I'm, I mean, like I said, it's not, it's not a, a slam dunk for a season, but at least we're not the Brooklyn Nets getting swept in the first round. <laughs> I'm happy because of that. Oh boy. Technically. I mean, yes, Brooklyn got swept in the first round, but um, we haven't um, played cohesively as a team since Katie got there, but that's a whole different story, but go ahead, Phil. <laughs> I was gonna let Alan go. Alan, you know, then come okay. in the rear. But if Alan, you ready or or you want me? Nah, you can go ahead because I had oh. a joke. But I'm <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Phil. Go ahead, get your get your your crazy statements out, Phil. Don't try to make Alan go. Oh man, oh man, oh man, Joel, Joel, Joel. Yes, long as Joel, I said this. Anthony Morrow agree with me. And check out that um last episode prior to this one. We had Anthony Morrow. He agreed with me. Joel and B could change and will change as long as he's in the game. He don't have to do, and Kelvin even agree with me, he don't have to do much. Just be active, body in the game. And thus, I believe that y'all don't need to win four in a row, but y'all need to win two more out of the remaining three games. We have three games left, right? Yep, three. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, I do need to win four in a row. So, no, yeah, three games. I need to win three games, right? Because if it wouldn't be two, two, so yeah, I need to win three games. I think I can win the three games in, within the next um, four games to, to to take this series. And all y'all need is Joel Embiid. Like I said, Joel, Ben value is only 6'9". What he's going to do? Joel comes in the middle. If he plays, Joel travels throughout the court. Joel could do mid-range. Joel, wherever Joel goes, they go into double teams. They, 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 they usually don't double team, but they are forced to. That will allow everyone else. The real question is, will Tobias wake up? Will Harden be half himself? We know Maxi, who's under Emmanuel quickly, will do his job. And the funniest take was that video of Maxi walking away from James Harden after he tried to sit next to him in game two. <laughs> Hold on one second, Phil. Phil, you, you're on the roll. Can you tell the viewers who Maxi is? I mean, who, who Emmanuel Quickly is. Can you tell us who Emmanuel Quickly is? Emmanuel Quickly. And Emmanuel Quickly and uh, Maxi played for the same team, Kentucky College team. And Maxi have gotten more playing time than Quickly because Quickly has more veterans ahead of him. But I believe they and quickly play for uh, for the New York Knicks. That sounds like quickly, a little problem, but keep going. <laughs> so if quickly had the same amount of time, you would have saw the same amount of production as Maxi. That's all my my um my uh I'm shouting about. But at the end of the day, yes, I believe seventy sixes could handle the Miami Heat. Longs Embiid is on the floor. He is the MVP. He impact wins. He have carried his team. And this is this is more of an advocate that he's an MVP. A broken face, um, uh, tall ligaments, his fingers, still out there willing to play and still bringing W's. And whereas supposedly Joker wins, he had he averaged thirty one points. And guess what happened to his team? They went home in the first round. So because I know Joel Embiid is the MVP, Kelvin, as long as he's on the floor, I believe the 76ers will go to the next round. I don't know what's gonna happen in the next round, but I believe they will. MB just need to be on the floor. Yeah, have hope. All right, cease, man. Have some confidence. Well, let me clarify something about MVP. I do this every year, and I lose about three to five friends every year because of it. The MVP award is a regular season award. Okay. Now, I I think Joel Embiid is the MVP regardless but the fact that he's coming playing with like broken ligaments now it has no bearing on the MVP conversation so I just want to put that out there MVP is a regular season award you know don't have anything to do with what happens in the playoffs yeah I mean as long as DeAndre Jordan isn't out there it's, it's always a good chance right um wow <laughs> i mean i mean facts, facts from a brooklyn fan facts <laughs> like it's it's a it's a it's a it's it's a chance but i think it's gonna be it's gonna be hard because i just don't see it's gonna be hard for miami to shoot as bad as they did like in back-to-back games like it's it's rare i mean it happened last year but they was playing against Giannis and the bucks but I do, I do think Embiid's presence will make everything easier, um, as long as he's an active body. Like, like what what Kelvin said. Like, pretty much, like his 
his worst game, he had 18 and 11. Just imagine, like, if he was, like, actually, like, able to just, like, really play his normal game, he probably would have put up, at that rate, probably 30 and close to 20. So, but do I think that'll be sustainable for the rest of the season or the series? I don't know. This game four would pretty much just tell me, like, what happens. Like, I really think Miami is probably going to squeak it out. But if if my, not Miami, if Philly gets a win today, I think we really have a series and pretty much whoever is going to win game five is going to win the series. Because that's normally how it typically typically goes. So, I mean, if Philly wins today, I mean, I think they they got a best chance. But I really think that it's gonna have to really just be and be being active. And the question, the real question is, not just and be. Are you gonna get that same James Harden? And that's really what it's gonna boil down to. Like and B can be there, but if James Harden isn't as effective as he was from Friday. I I don't know because the joke was my homies be like, yo, James Harden out there shooting tour dates. So, <laughs> so like, yo, like basically it's really going to come down to him and his aggression. So I think Miami squeaks it out. I think they squeak it out. I absolutely agree with that. I think this game is pivotal. If Miami wins today, I'm sorry. I just don't have the confidence that Philly can win three games. Um, But as Alan said, if Philly comes and ties, I feel like we have a series, right? And we'll just see how it breaks down with Joel since he's like the star of the team, second being Maxi because I don't know what James Harden is doing. Like, I have no idea what's happening. So um, we'll see. So I guess talking about the MVP conversation. One, one, one second, oh, Dion. Um, can we talk about the Knicks series? When do, when do they come on? What's, um, it's, well, it's not- quickly, so Kelvin, you mentioned quickly earlier, quickly <laughs> is preparing the couch for Matsy to come and sit. In a couple okay. of days, so, so he, look, he, he's doing God's work right now. Like he is preparing. He's getting the popcorn ready. He's getting the blankets ready. So you know, come on. He gonna go sit on somebody that lost already a playoff couch. We're not sitting. <laughs> we're not going. To, we're not sitting on Quickly's couch. That's a loser's couch. Whatever. Hey, don't, don't worry, you're about to get that title soon. <laughs> my oh, bad, DM. My bad. So you. You guys, I love it. Um, so we spoke about Embiid, and, and we hear on the show as a consensus field that Embiid is the MVP, as he should. Um, but I guess the question becomes Giannis. Giannis. Is Giannis the best player right now, based on what we are seeing from him um, especially in the playoffs, would you guys say that he is the best player um, over Embiid in the league? Like, what are you guys thinking? I'll say he's the most dominant. Um, but dominance doesn't always 
is it it isn't always equivalent to best it's mm-hmm. almost like how people saying Lamar Jackson is the most electrifying player ever or that we've seen play the quarterback position but I'm mm-hmm. like that's true but he's not the best quarterback in the league and like, when it comes to Giannis it's like it's not like he he's he's a dominant and he's a dominant player like when it comes to like transition and when it comes to just like being in the pain or whatever but I almost want to go on to Giannis rant and talk about like all the little I don't want to call call him dirty but reckless plays he does because it's kind of aggravating but he's he's a dominant player now is he top five yes but he's not the best player right now because when how everyone has crowned KD the best player right now like there are certain coverages that KD would get that Giannis would never get and Giannis KD as in Kevin Durant Allen Kevin Durant what did I say my bad my bad uh, no, no, I'm saying the guy that got swept. We, we still uh, don't give him nasty. the best player. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trying to, I'm just trying to frame it. 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 Regardless, it's still his crown. I don't care. <laughs> Look, I already I know where mean, Dion was going. Correct. <laughs> we're crowning, we're crowning somebody got swept. Oh, listen, was, yes, oh, listen. KD, KD, KD can get swept every game. Every game that season, and unless somebody come and do something crazy and amazing, it's his crown. I don't care if he got swept. Continue, Alan. But but Giannis <laughs> is just a player. Like Giannis is just like one of those players that Twerys is like he just plays hard. Like, and that's just one thing that it's like. Well, you let Giannis get his because I mean he plays hard. Some people say. Oh, people would have hated Shaq, but I'm like, well, Shaq had more skill. Like, yeah, footwork, and he played in the post. But Giannis, Giannis is just a long athlete, and we're starting to see him slowly put it together. But I wouldn't call him the best in the world right now. He just has a motor that we've never seen before. But I wouldn't call him the best, but I'll call him the most dominant because no one ever called Shaq the best player. Right. See, I don't think nobody ever called Shaq the best player because Shaq was in the league with like Bean Bryant. You know, he was in the league with Kobe. Right. Um, so he's he can't get that title of Kobe. But just to answer the question, right now, I'm I'm reluctant to say it, but he may be the best player in the world right now. Um, skills aside, we he's not a skillful player, so we'll never look at him as a skillful player. But how does he affect the game? He affects the game in a way that he has to get double teamed. He blocking shots. He's running the floor. He's passing better. Um, I don't like the way he plays the game, but it's all about translating to wins. He's the he's the uh, he's the current. Um, no, they won a t- they won a title last year. He's not the current MVP. He was the, not the former MVP, but he's a former MVP. Yeah, he is a former MVP. He wasn't the last MVP, but. Um, along with that and winning the title last year, um, knocking this, this so-called best player out <laughs> last year, KD, oh, uh, he boy. Got KD. I'm just saying, he, it, it, just go. talk, I'm Here just going go. to the facts. He knocked KD out last year. KD knocked himself out this year without a win. 
Um, so who are we comparing him with? Are we comparing him with like a Steph Curry? Are we comparing him with Joel Embiid? Right now, his resume is more decorated than them, and he's winning. He's winning at a high clip. So, as much as I hate to say it, just to answer the question right now, he may be the best player in the world. It's okay. definitely arguable. May is well, not yes, but but I I I agree. That's why I said he's he's up there, but I don't think he's one. But as yeah, you said, I mean, it's debatable. Exactly. When you throw names to me, I'm like, okay, you throw a name to me, and I had to look at the name. But yeah, somebody said Kevin. Uh, somebody next to Kevin. He's not KD no more. <laughs> you can't get these. You can't get these sweet titles, man. I'm calling you Kevin Durant. He right is now. winning MVP next season. Oh, well, until next season. Watch I'm, it. Watch it. Until next Mark season. My word. <laughs> okay. This guy right here is, is oh, my gosh, he's shark bait right now, Kevin Durant. So <laughs> I, I'm going to just talk about – so, Phil, one second, Phil. I, I know, you, I know you're going to come off with your beautiful take, but as of right now, I don't know if we set out this debate. Joker, no. I'm not saying Joker, Joanne B. No, not yet. If you give me um, KD, I – I'll say I'm going slightly honest at this point. Uh, Steph Curry, no. Uh, so I don't know who I will argue against him right now at what he's doing as far as the last two years. So here's my take and um, my little sprinkle of salt to season the whole take. Oh, boy. 32.2, 31, 29.6, 27.6. Guess who averaging 32.2 points in this playoff series? Just this playoff series. Oh, I mean, oh. Luka Doncic. Nope. Oh. <laughs> yeah, stop. Uh, look, I wasn't sure Giannis. if he was trying to go. Right. I wasn't Luke. sure if he was trying to go by splits because I was like, yo, like he's giving me three different numbers, and I'm not sure if he's talking about like. <laughs> no, I'm thinking three play- players in the M- in the playoffs who's averaging the highest point percentage right now. It is. Luka Doncic number one, Jokic number two, Giannis is number three, and Steph is number four. And just slightly behind Steph is J- Jimmy Butler. And and the sixth person I have to mention is John Morant, and he's averaging twenty seven point one for the playoff series, just up during this playoff this year playoff. So what did that tell me? What produced wins? The only person out of that list is actually producing wins. The, the top six list is actually Giannis and Steph and Butler. And they they literally rank three, four, five. So what that all comes up to me, tell me, no, Giannis is not the best yet in the league. But Phil, you, didn't even, you, you just went by, I'm Phil, confused about so. the logic. Yeah. yeah. You, went, you went by <laughs> one stat, Phil. kind of bolstered the point. Okay. <laughs> said, Phil, you act like they don't, you don't have to play defense. You don't have to rebound. Like, like it's other parts of the game besides scoring, right? I agree. Yeah. I'm saying who leads and assists in the play. I'm just talking about playoff. Playoffs kind of dictates who's the best in the in the in the world right now, right? Or to up to um to sub to overtake the person of previous last year. So if we're just looking at the playoff right now, Giannis is not the statistically not giving the greatest numbers in the playoff. Giving good numbers, but not not greatest. You know, he's currently averaging in these in these playoff 29 12 and 7 which is good numbers good numbers for a playoff and productive but he only done it so far in two years i want to see a more success i want to see what happens at the end of this year right 
journey at the end of this year. And the one who usually wins the MVP generally kind of takes that that crown. So I'm not ready ready to give him that crown as of yet. And um, well, Kelvin, you can't be asking me questions during the chat. Luca, Luca's <laughs> whose numbers are better? Which number? It got to be. It got to be Luca's because I know he literally just passed Michael Jordan with like the the highest playoff average by like one by like a tenth, like 33.5. Right. But that's scoring still. Yeah, that's, like just, you just, that's named, just scoring. Yeah. You just named scoring, rebounds. You said, you said 29, 12, and 7? Yeah, which is <laughs> like, great that's, numbers. But yeah, they're really, really, really good numbers. Right. So we want to see what happened progress for the rest of the playoff, right? Right now, he's impressive. Right now, he looks good. And right now, he's he's impacting. But I still would say Joel Embiid has a better, bigger impact on his team, but which Joel is evidence. Gets hurt. Joel gets hurt. Yeah, but he that's, still has a great impact. But I'm just he's, saying, Giannis, Giannis, when do you see Giannis hurt? That guy's a brick, man. <laughs> exactly, man. It's hard. And I'm a Sixers fan. I'm a Joel Embiid but fan. But he's still man. learning to shoot free throws. He still is. He still could cause his team. If, if he's, he's hitting them, but, you know, he's still taking bad shots. You don't need to take those airball threes. So it, it's still shaky. He still hey, had man, things he got to the clean green up. Light. He got the green light. Because Just he like does, Michael because, Carter-William had the green light. And nah, look what happened see, to him. Giannis, Giannis does all the other little things. <laughs> Although, as annoying as a player as he is to me, like, right now, and this is really just the Charlotte B for me that's, like, going off right now. Um, <laughs> like... He 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 does everything. Like he literally the the block attempt, although he almost hurt Tatum yesterday. Um mm-hmm. you the we can even go back to the NBA finals last year when we're talking about him guarding the pick and roll and then coming back to block Aiton's dunk. And that pretty Ooh. much would have sealed that game. Like he does, he does every little thing. Although I don't like how he be trying to do these spin passes and it out here still kind of looking crazy or whatever he has gotten a little bit better with his passing like he's not just doing just like scoring putting the ball in the, in the bucket although he's not shooting great from three in these playoffs he still does everything else he still right. does everything else but we yeah we're so fast to just give somebody let them prove themselves he's he good say, at the I moment would, no, but Phil, he does Phil. this during the regular season too. It's okay, not, he still got it. Y'all, y'all just give y'all really y'all just know, but fall in love with the latest and greatest objective. and hottest and thing, and then the refrigerator breaks like after dog. three years. Come on, Phil, he got like two MVPs dog. already. He got two league MVPs already. Okay, he still got a, some time to prove. <laughs> this year has to be cemented is what he ends. What what transpired at the end? So let's see well, what happened in this who's year. Who's your best player in the world? This is just this, I'm just curious. Who's your best player? Who's right the best now? player to me in the world right now? Yes, he's gonna mm-hmm. say Julius Randle. <laughs> no, KD. Yes, Kevin Durant. I will hang up right now if he says Julius. <laughs> no, I would never say that. I want that dude traded. Hey, look, that dude look, gave up. Look, I, I would say Kevin Durant. I was just trying to set Phil off. That's all. I was just okay. You really, <laughs> Julius Randle needs to be traded. He needs to get out of New York. He got his money. He did what he needed to do. Now he could oh, go flip the bird with another city. We need to trade him. I'll take Westbrook for him. Westbrook, excuse oh, wow. me. I don't want to defend oh, his wow. name. That's, that's... Give me Russell Westbrook. At least I know he'll play every single game. Yeah, then no one else will get the ball until like two seconds left. <laughs> no, he'll get those assists up. 
He'll get those can, I numbers. Some, can I throw out some numbers since you was throwing out some numbers real quick? Bill? Go can ahead. I throw out some numbers. It's the next All right. 31, 39, 44, 34, 35. Those are his score. Those are how much he's um he the scores in the previous game in the playoff, the first two. No, nah, that's 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 the millions of dollars that uh the guys are making this year for their salary. Guess who guess who got the highest one at 44? Where's James Harden. <laughs> Yo, uh, since we, I'm sorry, I had to put it. Just be throwing out numbers. This guy's getting 44 million this year, and, he's and out of all these numbers, yes, he he's playing the worst out of everybody on the floor, and he's making the most money. Is he winning? He may be winning right now. I don't, I don't know how you can do this. And I was, I just named you Joel Embiid. He's getting 31 million this year. Jimmy Butler's getting 34. Giannis is getting 39 million. Um, Luke is getting 35. James Harden is making $44 million to, shoot. to, to p- produce nothing on the floor. Nothing. You're living the American dream. <laughs> right. Mercy. Look, you want to know who else is living the American dream? And this is no shade to him, but it's Duncan Robinson. He played in the first round. Oh, yeah. my, man, my man has barely, he hasn't played in like the last two games against the Sixers. No. And he's making. He, like get, he came in the last game. He came in the last game. Well, the last few minutes. I'm talking. I'm talking about. Well, those were blowouts. But I know. That's regardless. <laughs> like my man is living the dream. He's getting 90 mil, and he somehow he fell out the rotation because all mm. these other shout out the Heat culture, and I don't even like the Heat, but their Heat culture works. <laughs> I had to get that out, yo. I'm sorry. I know we got transition somewhere else. I had to get that out. <laughs> Yeah, um, y'all know I hate to give Giannis much of any props, but um, he don't got no footwork, so I'm gonna just end this segment with that. All right, let us move on, <laughs> let us move on, um, to the final topic, and I'm actually gonna let Alan kind of come and lead this one for us. So, Alan, take it away. So this whole week, probably since game one of with Draymond and Brandon Clark, it's just it just feels like everyone's always talking about dirty plays throughout the Memphis and Golden State series. Now we have no one deemed what Draymond did was a dirty play. However, game two with Dylan Brooks. Um, making a reckless play, but some may also label him a dirty player just with his defensive style that's kind of out of control sometimes. Um, Injured Gary Payton II, um, fracturing his elbow, and he's out for, I guess, a max of five weeks. He'll be reevaluated soon. And then now, um, John Morant still not knowing what happened last night. Well, we know he tried to block a Clay Thompson three, but it looked like he landed awkwardly. And later on in the game, it appeared that he was getting double teamed by Poole and Wiggins and Poole knocked the ball away initially. However, at his second, I guess he was trying to swipe at the ball. He just kind of caught his knee. And then, like, you started to see John Morant, like, starting to, like, really limp. Like, it was very, like, visible. 
and everyone's pretty much going back and forth if it was a dirty play. So the question is, and I'll just send it out to y'all if if y'all need to see it is if that play was a dirty play or what is deemed a dirty play, I guess we can really just ask that question. Now, I so, do think Dylan Brooks was kind of like more reckless than dirty, but. Um, I So with the John Moran play, I actually saw that. Um, I had to kind of finagle my wife during after, you know, we were on a Mother's Day date, you know, her week, her weekend. And said, let me watch at least the last 10 minutes of the play, of the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. And that was an incidental play. They were going for the ball and he was, you know, John Moran does carry the ball. Um, I guess that's part of the play NBA. You could carry the ball. He was trying to get out of the double team. And then um, who was it? Who swiped at the ball? It wasn't Poole. Jordan it was Poole. Poole. Poole swiped at the ball and Wiggins was the uh, other side of him, uh, trapping him. So that was an incidental play. Um, what they did to, uh, Bang did to uh, Peyton. What's his name? It was Payne, right? Or Dylan. It was Dylan. It was Dylan. Yeah. That was a dirty play, but I think they were kind of all revved up because the whole initial conversation behind the scenes were they wouldn't play their normal physical game, that game that they lost. You know, that game that they um actually end up winning. No, they lost that game. When, when yeah, they lost pool. game one. They lost it. They they are generally a physical team. Uh, Dylan, I think he's the second year or kind of still fresh in the league. Then and this got hype and he did commit a dirty play, but I don't think he's a dirty player. Dirty play usually have a history of doing things that that will you know try to destroy someone's career. I just think he he was trying to do something and he didn't wrap them properly. He just overdid it that time, causing um Payne to get injured. To me, what constitutes a dirty player is a player who constantly go across. Well, the habitual line, long uh, habitual line crosser. Well, 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 we'll do, huh? Say it again. Grayson Allen. Grayson, thank you. He has a history of it. The things he do. He's a dirty player. That's constant. One thing, depend upon the situation, doesn't constitute you as a dirty player in the NBA. Once one thing, this is the first incident. Um, it's unfortunate the results of it. Now. Draymond Green has a history of doing things, you know, hitting people with twigs and bushes, <laughs> you know, kicking them and stuff like that. So I will constitute him as a dirty player. So I'll give Dylan Brooks uh, a pass on this. Oh, Dylan Bain? Oh, di- no, not Dylan Bain. It was Dylan Brooks or who was it? Who was the guy's name? I forgot. I will constitute him as a um, a dirty player. Was it a pool? You talking about pool? No, um, Brooks. I think it was Dylan Brooks. Oh, you talking about this game two? Game two incident. So which, which the whole question is, John Moran incident. I think was an incidental contact because it was a trap, and Poole just swung down to try to hit the ball out of his hand because John Moran does carry the ball, so it's kind of hard to guard someone who gets an extra step and you time to dribble. <laughs> I'm a defensive player, so defensive that's my take on it. Listen, I mean, real talk. I haven't seen a dirty play in this uh, in this series. You know, I don't think at all Dylan was a dirty play. This is a play. See, my, maybe I'm old school in my mentality, possibly. But the reason why the U.S. is having problems in Olympic basketball right now, international play when we play, and the reason why we got slapped in the face by Nigeria uh, in exhibition play 
is because we are not playing physical basketball. Basketball is a physical game at the highest level, especially in the playoffs. They are really making the game really, really soft. Um, you know, I understand when somebody gets hurt, I think I think Dylan Brooks' situation was because of the awkward fall. Um, but how I grew up, if it's game point or it's, it's a tough possession, like if you going after the ball and you hit somebody, you know, unintentionally, but it's a clear swipe at the ball, it's just a hard foul. You're not getting kicked out the game. It may be a technical, but to remove the player from the game for that foul is ridiculous to me. And, and it's kind of it's kind of making us look real soft and weak. The situation with Poole, I won't give him an excuse either. He he tried to pull. You know, I don't think he was reaching for the ball. He was trying to get an advantage, trying to pull uh pull. It looked like he tried to pull um John Morant into him so he can close that trap. And he kind of got his knee, but he wasn't his intent wasn't to get his knee. You know, um, a dirty player for me is to go out your way and try to intentionally harm somebody. That's that's a dirty play to me. Rick Mahorn. So I don't think none, right. I don't think none of these individuals are really trying to hurt anybody. I think they're trying to play physical. I think they're trying to play tough. But I don't think they're going out like the days of old where you just send somebody in. Yo, you send a message. That means you know that's hurt somebody or, or or try to hurt the person or 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 try to close close as possible hurt them or take them out the game. I don't think any of those plays reflected that. I just feel like. These guys playing a, a physical brand of basketball, and I feel like we're getting soft. Um, I think the NBA is getting soft. So I know Dion's about to hop in real quick, but um, so I guess it just sounds like there needs to be just a reevaluation of what what a flagrant one or a flagrant two is, because there's a lot of inconsistencies in what is a flagrant one or a flagrant two, um, and I just think the reason Draymond and, and Dylan both, well, I still kind of like questionable about Draymond's ejection, but um, but the one with Dylan, they're saying, well, pretty much not just really just the fall, it's just more like how big the swipe was. Like, it was like, there's a windup. And it's like, you see the windup. And I think it was like early in the game. And then that pretty much like took him out because I think it was like the first quarter. It was like the first, first quarter. It felt like the first five minutes of the first quarter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it and it was like for me, like they they kind of like explain these things away. The wind up, you know, like he's going after the ball. He's in front of it's it's a naked area in the sense that all eyes is on the fast break there. So he wasn't. He wasn't going to do anything blatantly to get himself kicked out the game. His intent was never to harm anybody because, first of all, when you do dirty things, you try to do them, like, off the ball. Like, like the ball is on one side of it. You go on a weak side, you might try to sneak an elbow, sneak a push. You know, you're not going to do it in a place where all the officials and all of people, all America is watching. <laughs> you try to sneak a playoff, especially in the first quarter, you want to lead a game. Of course, his intent wasn't to do that. So I feel like context is key with this with this thing, and I feel like they really kind of policing the game. Um, and you're gonna have like a situation where it's in the NFL where you can't even touch the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like you can't in the NFL if you breathe on the quarterback too heavy is a penalty. You know, it's it's getting kind of ridiculous for me. Even if I got fouled, I would have been mad because of what happened after the foul. Like he got hurt. I get that, 
But the foul itself for me is a hard playoff foul that deserves a flagrant. I'll give a flagrant, but I don't feel like he should leave the game for that foul. I feel like that one was over the top. Respect. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know where the game is going. Dion, what you think? Um, so I didn't watch the games where these occurred, but I think in general, my overall thought is that the league is just soft. Like, are any of them dead? Is, is, is anyone dead? No? Like, they'll be fine. Like, I remember growing up watching basketball in the 90s. They, the only thing they didn't do on the court was stab each other. They literally did everything else. So I'm just like, it's, it's, that's the hardest part about watching basketball now, because if you breathe too hard, if you look too long, if you tap someone on the shoulder, they have like this whole formula. Is it a flagrant one? Is it two? What should happen? Was it intentional? Was it semi-intentional? Like there's this whole legal analysis now about flagrant. So I'm like, look, they ain't dead. They'll be all right. You know, unless someone is like obviously playing dirty, like when Draymond kicked that guy in his um jewels, you know, like stuff like that is clearly like, okay, that's off the wall. But um, yeah, like the league is just getting too soft for me. And I kind of wanted, I wanted to go back to old school basketball where they fought and they punched each other shout out to charles oakley um and they did what had to be done huh i need to buy his book (laughs) shout out to charles shout out to charles anthony mason (laughs) facts facts so like we 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 need to we need to bring back that brand of basketball and that's just where i am that's where i've been for the last couple of years um, recognizing that next season they're gonna have a whole new list of a whole new file, and and you know it's 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 annoying. That's that's why <laughs> that's why KD plays so terrible. And I'm gonna give him an excuse. I'm gonna give him an excuse too. He wasn't used to that physical brand of basketball the Celtics was playing, so he looked he looked kind of normal out there because KD has not. This is my excuse for KD. He has not been used of a consistent brand of basketball where it's been physical. So his game struggled in the playoffs. That's the only thing I can think of. Because the refs yeah. let them play a little bit more physical. I disagree. I think they were playing 80s basketball where they were they were they were, they were, they were murdering that guy, man. Who got hurt? Who got hurt? They would punch him in the jaw and behind it was elbow him in the th- he didn't even have the ball. He was walking through the lane. All of, said, see, all of a sudden in game four, he wanted to play like KD. Come on, miss me. A, you gotta miss me. It took him a while that. to adjust, man. You're right. He wasn't used to games. that 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 over aggressive, non-calling, non-calling. Those are come on, those are fouls. The dude was walking down the lane, didn't have the ball, and two guys crushed them. <laughs> can come we on. just admit? Can we admit that Katie's not a leader? Can we just admit that? And like, I agree. Okay he is not. He he's is not, not a leader. He's not. He's not the way we would like. Kyrie, Steve Nash, and KD aren't leaders. All three of them. It's like three Batman, three three Robins out there. Y'all got three Robins on the floor. Well, we have four. Don't forget Harden was there. KD isn't a leader as far as the you know the 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 psychological part of it, right? Like Mm -hmm. he's not the guy in the locker room who's gonna rally the troops, right? 
Right. But um, you know, his his numbers outside of the playoffs that I know Kelvin is gonna gonna talk about that first round sweep outside. You of the already playoffs, know. On the court, on the court, he's a clear leader, but he is not a leader in like a psychological sense, which is just as important, if not more important, than what happens on the court. So I I have never said he 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 was a leader. He isn't, but you know, I'm just waiting for him to get ready. I heard he's going to be on that Zion diet. So like next season, KD going to come back with some pounds. Look, he's going to be a whole different guy next season. And he's going to win MVP. You heard it Just here? Quick, I, I heard it. We heard it. She's on record, but she's a fan also. She's not being serious, y'all. But <laughs> she's on record nonetheless. Now, you're going to tell me, just going back to Giannis. So KD can win one game against Boston in the first game of the series. Giannis wins at Boston without Chris Middleton, without his without his number two guy. Giannis look, I'll, say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Help me, help me make it I'll, make sense. I, look, now, nah, like some people, I'll say this. Giannis helped will that game, but Giannis didn't play great. Like, don't don't let the stats fool you. Yeah, he had a triple double, but he did not play well that game. They were crushing that man in the half right. court. But but, but 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 we gotta have context, Alan. We gotta I, I, have no, no, context. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, in, <laughs> in, like, even, even when you look at that second game, that second game, he shot just as bad. Like he right. started to figure it out more in the second half. But when you're just a dip, when you build your body differently, and then you just have the motor, I feel yes. like that that gives him the edge. Because but did you see? But did you see this? Did you see how Boston played him game one? They played him totally different game two. Game one, Boston played him throwing throwing people at him consistently, throwing double teams, throwing people opposite side of the basketball, basket, basketball court. And what happened was the people around him was hitting a lot of shots, but they played him as if everybody besides you got to beat us. And his team stepped up. They were making a lot of shots that game. But the and fact that the matter is, used to that physical. So he plays physical. So he used to yeah, that. Yeah, he's always delivering. He's not foreign to him. That's, that's not, not foreign gonna, to him. That's not going to bother. But the problem is, we still can't dismiss KD. Can't win one game, and Giannis comes in and wins the first game in Boston. Like, can we? Can we? Giannis, <laughs> we gotta be, we gotta so be one blemish. One blemish. One blemish. One blemish. Giannis wow. took him out last year. Like, Giannis is the same. Giannis, no, no, his big toe took him out. Katie, big toe took him out. Like, stop acting like took him out. he didn't oh, watch took that series. His big he toe. Did. KD, KD. Lost that game because he wears a size twenty five. Like, thank that's you. What they did not yeah. stop so, him. We, we all know year. one play doesn't win or lose get series. We oh. all know when to play. We all know you got to play four quarters of basketball. So just because so, that one play, four quarters, he was giving them the business. It was all KD. Yeah, listen, that's what I'm like. Matter, so as look, as far as Giannis, Giannis, yes one in Boston the first game, but Giannis had the benefit of playing with this team and becoming a cohesive unit the whole season. His Facts. best player wasn't it there, It is different. It is his not the kick, same. His sidekick wasn't there. It is not the same. Okay, it is not the same. Right. KD Just, was injured. Look, K- KD was injured <laughs> the majority of the season. He came mm-hmm. back the last quarter Facts. of the season. 
killing everybody, but the team was not cohesive. Like facts. Like Harden left. We got Drummond and we got Ben Bench Simmons. <laughs> and we got all these other people and the so, team really that's really not fair. Not that's not fair. That is fair. Energy was when they came into Philly, when they came into Philly and beat us by like a 30 piece in a biscuit. Y'all was in script. This wasn't y'all energy. Y'all was saying how the team has arrived. This is the Brooklyn Nets. And it's that and way. Y'all no, no, no. It. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, I celebrated that win because any team that beats Philly is like America's team, right? So <laughs> when Brooklyn went into Philly and beat y'all, I was just happy that y'all took an L. And y'all know I'm like that with anybody. I did not think they arrived. You know, you will always have games where KD and Kyrie click and th- there's nothing no one can do about it. I didn't think they arrived. And I actually was concerned about them being able to mesh in the playoffs, which is exactly what happened. They were unable to mesh in the playoffs. So but y'all I'm can't win one game. I'm Best player taking, in the world can't win one I'm game. I'm not taking anything <sighs> away from Giannis and the Bucks beating Boston, but y'all know I'm a lawyer and we got to put the facts with the facts. Were they in similarly situated circumstances? And, they and were the fact not. is, yes. They the were fact not. is clearly, yes. The, no, uh, they were not. Hold on, hold on. I, all right, so let me ask y'all this. Okay, all right, let me ask you this. The, the other all-star on his team, Chris Middleton, did not play. Like, like you guys had, you guys had the same, you had the same team at least. Chris he was missing Middleton. his right-hand man. Chris Middleton shows up yes. when he wants to show up. He's an all-star. He's the all-star. He's the second best player on that team. Their second best player that wasn't there. And he still won. That's not saying much. Dion, I mean, how many all-stars did we have represent this year? How many all-stars did Brooklyn Nets have represent this year in the all-star game? One. One. Because James Harden left. One too one. many. One, one. too many. One. one. How many listen, did Milwaukee listen, have? And no one, and and no one is talking about the fact that our one representative, which was KD, was injured. Thank you. you know, I had two top seventy-five players. <laughs> but last <laughs> year, KD, three. last year KD single-handedly beat beat a team and his toe. Lost. He single-handedly lost. Single- last year. You he lost. Like, like, he like, lost. He lost the game he seven. Here's the thing. Here's he the lost thing. to Giannis yes. team. Yes. You know is you, that a fact, Dion? Brooklyn lost. Sports <laughs> fan that watched those series last year. Um, when KD lost because of his big foot, will not now try to use that as shade against KD. KD played better. He played with more heart. And he couldn't get it done. Than he I couldn't have get seen, it done. Then I have seen anyone play with. Okay. Even so so well with feel like Kelvin, Kelvin, is, Kelvin so, is egging this on because I feel like there's some context that's being left dude, out. Like, all right, so like, this, all right, yeah, I, I am, I am. But listen, because I'm like, I'm Kay- like, Katie bed did me. I said I don't even think Katie sat down like that whole second half and halftime. He had like. Like, like maybe like 48 minutes like playing now, like now that. listen let's let's take your argument right and uh-huh. he did that because he had players missing so he didn't have he didn't have a cohesive unit last year either correct because people were out of the playoffs 
and he had to do it all by himself. Is what isn't that the narrative you guys was pushing last year? Well, he had a better center. He had a better agile center there. Okay, then. but he you, had but, a better. But my point he is, better, he didn't have his team. He, no, he didn't have more right. than one. Remember, he had no, he, he had he had nobody. Ocean. <laughs> he didn't. Drew have his Holiday. Team. What's his name? Drew Holiday. <laughs> was it Drew Holiday? So what happened? My question is, what happened to those heroics this year? If he, he was he injured. Was by last year, I he took him single-handedly, he took him single-handedly into game seven. Situated, Kelvin. Like, but it was, but you said it was him. You said he was the reason. You said he was the took him by himself. He was doing all this. He willed everybody away. He played 48 minutes and all that. But all of a sudden he now he, he can't get one season. game. He, he can't get one injured. game this year. He was injured for 75% of this season. He was like, for 75. Oh, okay. All right. So don't play. You know, don't play. If you can't get, don't play him. You got Kyrie, Sage, Sage, Sage Irving, and one of the best and the baddest men ever. Yeah, he still, he still haven't forgiven us. He still haven't forgiven Brooklyn and spanking his team. Like, I just Kyrie, don't understand. Listen, he can't get a Kyrie piece, don't count. He Kyrie don't count. Because Kyrie on any count. given day, Kyrie oh, turns into Hotep Kyrie, and, and that look. Kyrie don't count. All I'm saying Kyrie is, was sunning that dude the first two games. He was sunning KD. He remember, was taking more shots than him and everything. You have to also well, remember well, KD. We acknowledge, I mean, we acknowledge that KD did not perform like not even half of what we're used to see. I have never denied. And I have like said in our group chat and when we discussed it, KD is playing soft, he's playing horrible, yeah. and it's a disgusting display, right? right? I have acknowledged that and I'm not making excuses for his performance on the court per se. All I'm saying is like, don't let a series fool you now and, and get your mind tainted because then when y'all can't hold him or guard him, Next season, I don't want to hear nothing. That's all. I'm we just gotta play physical. That's all. <laughs> we it's out on him. The scout report is out on him. The dude don't lift weights. Push him off his square, and he gonna not show up or take his Twitter or like talk about him on Twitter. He's weak minded. The guys, the guys weak. He's weak minded. Well, he's, no, he's, he's, he's gonna be. He's gonna destroy your team next year. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. so don't worry. That guy is weak. Yeah, you can talk now. One win. He talk lost now. in the first round. What's what superstar? That's y'all king getting getting swept in the first round of the playoffs. Is this your king? And this guy, I take y'all to Black wait, Panther. Wait. Is this your king? Listen, Don't worry, I have a meme for you. First of all, you do want to talk about king? Your king never even made it out the East. Like, come on, man! Like, don't don't even start comparing. Is this your king or not your king? Okay, like y'all don't even have a king yet. Because yeah, thought, yeah court gesture, Harden, court gesture, Harden. No, no, no. The throat, <laughs> the throat is vacant right now for my eyes. I don't see, I don't see a goat on the in the NBA right now. The throne is vacant as far as my eyes is concerned. There's <laughs> no well, nobody on the throne. Well, technically, no, no, the throne is not vacant because I was watching. I I forget what sports show it was in the morning, and they were saying that Luca is like MJ comparable right now. No, no, nah, we ain't nah. look. Blasphemy. That's, that's, a, that's, Blasphemy. A, that's a media narrative. Yeah. Blasphemy. They're, they're, and guess what? They're gonna try to use uh, MJ shaking uh, Luca's hand at the uh, the All Star game to push that narrative. That's just a narrative they've been pushing mm -hmm. ever since he came into the league. 
They yeah. weren't that bad. But to, back, but, but, but back, back, to, back yeah. to the Bucks winning the first game. To add some context to that, Boston had 18 turnovers. They weren't going to win that game. <laughs> and they had like almost 30 something points off of the hey, hey, Alan, they don't, they don't turn it they it wasn't turning it over just because they just felt like turning it over. No, but I'm just but I'm just but I'm just saying like it's 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 both teams are great defensively, right? Boston shot right. poor, but you don't expect well, aside from yesterday both teams to really shoot poor because yesterday was really more of like an old school uh, 80s game because it was really like low scoring and I think what was the what was the score at like I think the score was like in the 70s I don't know I just remember Boston was down big for like side fourth but they were slowly coming back but but it was just like it just depends back to like the officiating and that's really what it's going to come down to because it just felt like we was watching rest while they was for the whole game so well i just expect whoever's supposed to be the top player in the world allegedly um to at least get one one win in the first round of a playoff game just one win this guy is i, I mean i feel guy i feel bad for basketball if he's the best player in the world and he can't get one win um, younger team got a superstar with him. I just don't understand, Island. I can't give. I refuse. I can never give. My standards for basketball is very high, especially if you got that title as as the that guy. And you can't win a win. You can't get one win in the first round, and then you look discombobulated. You're throwing the ball off your foot. You're throwing it to nobody. You're just turning the ball over. You're being pushed. You're dapping up players on the opposing team, talking to them on the sideline as you look horrible. In the process, I just I, I just don't understand how we can crown somebody like that. I, I will never crown somebody who gets swept like that. Thank God, live American. Everybody has an opinion. <laughs> it's not exactly. that. I'm exactly. just giving mine. I'm just giving mine. I'm just giving mine. Exactly. Yeah. Look, look. People, people still crown LeBron currently as like the greatest player and. That dude didn't even make it to the arena the first round, right? So it's like everybody's gonna have their perspective on that. And look, I I am good with people getting on KD for his performance, right? Like I I have no care or bother with that. But uh let let's not forget who we're talking about. And like yeah, who, said, who are we talking about? That's what I'm trying to figure out. The guy we're talking about, Lamelo Ball, is to, we're talking about, Lamelo <laughs> Ball about to get Curry. these keys to Charlotte. That's what we're talking that, about. Okay, Lamelo, like, yo, Katie gonna join the, he gonna join Boston next year. If Boston lose, mark my word, he gonna try to find his way on Boston next year. Who? No, Katie. First of all, his his contract. His his legally binding contract does not allow for that. So can he trade him? Can he, so trade him? Can he get traded? They're not tra- Who, who's trading KD? Okay, you know what? I'm not I don't understand. Listen, you know, at this I'm point, not. you lose the first round, bro. You can get traded. You know, <laughs> you know there was a rumor. There was so a rumor. Brooklyn is gonna trade KD. There was a uh, rumor like, Brooklyn, be a good Brooklyn or the Lakers were gonna trade like Kyrie for breast for Westbrook. There was a rumor that came out about that like earlier this season. And it and it dropped 
sometime this week and i was like there is no way that would have happened yeah, that's not well, well, let me let me end the show with this, Kelvin. Kelvin, Kelvin. Like, no, no, this, you can't end just to put this to rest, I gotta get a rebuttal. I gotta have a rebuttal. Just to put this to rest, let's say you're right. Like Brooklyn is like, man, I don't like this KD anymore. And, and Brooklyn calls Philly, like, yo, we want to trade KD to the 76ers. Are you saying no? Not for Joel MB. I'm saying no for Joel Embiid. No, 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 no. I, I didn't bring Embiid into this mix at all. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me follow you. My fault. So, so Brooklyn calls the 76ers and it's like, look, we want to send KD to the 76ers for a few players. Obviously not Embiid, right? Are you right. saying no? Is, is that what you're telling me today? No, listen, I'm going to tell you why I'm saying yes. Let me just tell you why I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes because he is a proven Robin. So of course, next to a Batman like B, I will take Durant next to a Batman because he's only flourished in a Robin role. So I will take him for that. KD so right. has been one of the best players. What team has he led to two championship? What team has he led? And and let me go in state. No. No, just they he won, just won the MVP won the finals MVP twice. They want hold on. So the Iguodala, does that mean that does that like a, a credit to somebody leading the way? The Iguodala, he won the finals MVP. Did, was he did he lead Golden State? Twice. Okay. You can say three times. Scoring. You are Led not rebound. comparing Iggy the kick. Yo, that's I it. No, listen to my go. argument, Dion. Listen go. to my you you gotta put your lawyer ears on for a second. Phil said because he won finals MVP. He led the team. So I mentioned another finals MVP, which was Andre Iguodala. So I'm trying to argue that just because you got he a finals led, MVP doesn't mean you were the leader of the team. He led in points, I mean, rebounds. He and 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 just just remember who they lost to prior to that year. They lost to who? Before um um KD came on to that team. They lost. They won one championship. Right? And they games. lost. They won 73 games. They and they lost. They was, they I don't care. The you went 102, but you lost. And Wait a minute. No, 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 Kelvin. You cannot go switch. Did they win or did they, they lose? They lost in, in, the, the, in the championship. Did they win or lose? They lost in the championship, in the finals. But they, what you said, most important, they still lost. They, they lost, Phil. They okay, lost. They but, lost. But, all right, How could context, you win 73 games and lose? They lost. And the discussion, they, they lost. lost. in the finals. Game if seven they won, in the finals, If they won they 82 lost. and lost, does that mean anything? They still lost. So Context when KD came on, important. did it win? Hey guys, this is a part two of this this uh, show. <laughs> did it win? And did it win since KD leave? Left? Love. Did they leave this since KD left? No, they have not won a championship since KD left. Listen, I just they missed I just the playoff. Miss no, they, I just they missed miss the playoff. And KD a one leg, one leg before he, he he took that team. So. Stop the nonsense. KD, KD led that team. That was KD. Mind, you, mind you, mind is you, prior to KD getting injured that third run, right, the team was chilling. KD mm -hmm. gets injured, and they fell apart. Right. Like, is, that, like, is that the year when Draymond that, called him out? Listen, is that the year you talking that, about when Draymond called him out? Yep, and he still handled oh. business. That year, and he still handled business. That and that year, 16 guys were not coming back. Because oh, y'all so called leader, <laughs> y'all so called leader was nowhere to be found. Okay? Did Steph win a title? Hold on. Did Steph win a title without KD? 
Hey, Steph. Oh, wow. Not Steph won a title at KD, and he was no, even an MVP, he and he choked. He, he choked. Won, hold on. He choked. He did not play well in the playoffs. Hold on, Allen. Didn't, didn't Steph win a, uh, a title without KD? Hold on. Not since KD joined the team. Like, you have to put things in perspective. Not since KD joined and since KD left, he has No, not. I'm saying he won one before KD, right? One, yeah, wait, he, yeah. So but he lost so when he was on the seventy-three and two titles before. No, the, before the question. It's the like the post KD that matters. It's only the K, hold on. I'm asking. I'm reason matters. why I'm asking that is KD won without Steph. Steph has won without KD. Has KD won without Steph? It's a simple question. Not yet. Okay. Did Steph lose? Did Steph lose? Did Steph lose seventy-three and three-one? Oh, oh, it proves it proves my point that step that KD is more of a Robin. He had a chance to do stuff by himself. No, he's not. Stop the nonsense. Stop the nonsense. Okay, Robert Ori. Is Robert Ori anybody there? And and the leader, Kelvin. You the worst on that team. (laughs) Period. So I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't like people to get swept. I don't want to hear it. I like people to get swept in the first round, man. I can't. I can't. I can't look, sign off getting swept in the first round. I can't do it. I, I leave, can't do it. To, look, to our listeners, I leave for a couple weeks. I come back all excited, and this, this is what I have to come back to. All of this KD slander. <laughs> I almost can't believe it. But, I told you I was going to get her, y'all. Yeah, I, I told everybody up on I was going to get her. Sabbatical just because of this right, episode. right. Like, like, I'm about to be out for eight weeks again and be like, maybe when I come back... <laughs> Go to Greece with KD. Go to Greece with <laughs> take sabbatical like KD had. Listen, you're right, and Philly's about to be in Cancun with him in about a oh, week. You said, three. Oh, Dion, Cancun. you said we was going to get swept. You, you said we was going to get swept, Dion. It don't See, you, you switching I up on me. I did not say y'all were going to get swept. As a matter of fact, I go on record, and the text messages prove, I said that you guys should win this series easily. And then what you say I after that? that. What you say after that? We got no, she set, said that you have at the, the time she was correct. She said you have not won a game in the series. At the time, which was at the time she was correct. That, that y'all were gonna get swept. I am not delusional like that. This, this so. Yeah, but you not delusional, but inconsistent because you said we was gonna win. Now you think we're not gonna win. So I don't know which one you, it is. You, you think you're not gonna win. You gotta pick a side. <laughs> she agrees with you. I'm, cons- you, I'm consistent. I'm the only one who says you're not gonna win. You Listen, I'm <laughs> I haven't changed my viewpoint though. Prior, I don't think we're a better prior team Prior to the series starting, like when there were no games played, right. I was like, this is my choice to win. I did not expect y'all to go down 0-2 to Miami. Without, today, okay, today on be. the record, today on the record, I said if Miami wins tonight, the series is over. However, if you guys win tonight and tie it, we mm-hmm. have a series. So no, 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 We're not going to let you do that, Dion. No, 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 no. We're not, we're going to have a series. No, no. Who's going to win? If we win tonight, I not who's going to win? On this show. I know. I that's what you said. said. Yes, you did, Dion. You said that. But I'm asking you now to come clean. <laughs> what is it? If we win tonight, who wins this series? Don't say it's going to be a series. That's a cop out. Okay. Make so, a prediction. 
I think okay. Dion said I think Dion said Miami as well because she went after me. She said she said Miami because I said I'm the only one who says she said she said Miami if we lose tonight. She said Miami if we lose yes. tonight. But she said yes. if we if we win tonight, it'll be a series. That is ambiguous at best. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So if you guys win tonight and tie it, I will say mm, that Miami, listen, I'm giving the prediction. <laughs> if you guys right. win tonight, I think Miami still wins the series. All right, cool, fair. That's, I, I, that's I'm the only one who said the 76 could still win. This dude, 72 wins and still lost. And you and you proud of that? I told you why. I told you why. I said, and B and B has a torn leg. He has a torn. He's torn. His hand is torn up, and he has an orbital bone fracture. So I say, because of those reasons, I don't think we can win. That's I'm I'm keeping it consistent. Yeah, I'm keeping it consistent. Crazy talk, Kelvin. Crazy talk. And I gave and I gave Durant the best player of the year starting starting the year, the season off. And he proved me wrong again. So <laughs> I'm consistent again. I'm consistent yeah, again. Listen, yeah, end this show. This guy is killing I, me. I know, like, it's so ridiculous. Kevin like is, is just bitter because he has no hope. He, he's just he's just mad. He's just mad. He's angry. He's angry, man. He's just angry because, you know, the 76ers had an opportunity. Now, and it, um, hard is not panning out. He's just mad. He 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 burnt the um turkey bacon this morning. <laughs> he just <laughs> upset. <laughs> he burnt the turkey oh bacon. my gosh. Kelvin just All upset. Right, <laughs> All right, listeners. I hope these shows were uh well, I know the shows were much more normal when I wasn't here. So hopefully listeners will will get back to some sense of normalcy very soon. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. Uh-huh.